good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey, Kyle. Lil Baron. <laughs> How hey, are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? Good. Hey, good. we passed another milestone. We did. At the Huntsman World Senior Games this week. Just yesterday, we surpassed 7,000 registered athletes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome, right? That is awesome. So we're well on our way to what looks like it could be a record year. We've, we've uh, registered several hundred people ahead of where we were in 2019, which is, of course, you'll remember the last yeah, time yes. we got to hold the games. We took a time out in 2020, like the rest of the world yes. did. Today, I thought it might be fun to highlight one of our 35 different sports. Okay. And uh, over the past few months, we've talked about some of the new sports that mm -hmm. we're adding this year, like bocce, uh, indoor rowing, rugby. rugby yeah. We've talked about all those. Mm -hmm. Today, I thought it might be fun to briefly highlight one of the OG sports. The OG. OG. Original Gangsta, oh. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Lil. Okay, sorry. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk a bit about swimming, shall we? Oh, okay. Swimming. So swimming was actually added to the games in 1988, which is the second, second year, year that yeah. the event was in existence. The game started in 1987. 1988, we had the swimming. Over the years, we've had the really the privilege to work with a number of different sports directors. Mm -hmm. Uh, incidentally, our directors are the people who actually run the tournament aspect of the sport. Mm -hmm. uh, they recruit other volunteers, they're volunteers themselves, they find officials, uh, work with venues, timers, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Currently, Jan House heads up our swimming crew. Yeah. She does an amazing job. And also over the years, we've hosted some former Olympians oh. at the event, like uh, Graham Johnston who represented South Africa oh. in the 1952 Olympic Games. Nice. Do you know where the 1952 Games were held? I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I had <laughs> to look it up. Before my time. I had to look it up. I did look it up. It was in Helsinki, Finland. Oh. So anyway, oh. we've had uh, others like Graham. Uh, every year we set new records. Like in 2019, the last time we yeah. held the Games, Clark Mitchell from Overton, Nevada, set several swimming records, including the 50-meter backstroke, the 100-meter backstroke. This is in the 85 to 89 oh, year wow. old age group and here's the thing clark is 89 this year so next year he'll be able to shoot for records in a whole new age group oh. because we do five-year age groups uh susan ingram from texas we've had yes, susan on the yes. show before she broke the record last time in 2019 for the 50 meter freestyle in the 60 to 64 age group her time was 31.31 seconds oh, goodness which is pretty quick yeah um, the longest standing record that we have, or at least that I could find, is a record that was set way back in 1999. So wow. it, it, it's, it's, it's been, been there for a, a long time. Yeah. This is the women's 85 to 89 age group, the 200 meter backstroke set by Jean Durston of California with a time of five minutes, 17.41 seconds. So if you think that you can beat that time. Yeah, the, the record is has been set. It's been there for a long time, but it's hard to do that with a, <laughs> a life jacket on while I'm swimming. <laughs> so yeah, that does make it a little yeah. bit, the, the the range of motion yeah. is not the same. That's not your age yeah. group, anyways. No, though, you so. thank heaven. <laughs> 
Lil, though, as you well know, in addition to the record breakers, every year we have athletes who maybe they swam in high school, they took some time off. Some people even take some significant time mm-hmm. off, or maybe they've never really swam before, but it looks like mm-hmm. fun. And they decide to jump into the pool and they have a fantastic yes. time at the games as well. One last thing that I'll mention quickly this year, 2021, the year that we come back from the pandemic, mm-hmm. we're going to be swimming in a brand new pool. It's awesome. It's exciting. It it's, is it's very exciting. It's a beautiful, exciting. beautiful venue. And when I say brand new, I mean brand new. It's brand not new. just new right. to us. It's right. a brand new pool. The pool at Dixie State University Human Performance Center is beautiful. It's beautiful. an Olympic-sized swimming pool. It's got a movable bulkhead. We're still going to swim short course, which means that we swim 25 meters. Uh, but you don't want to miss the chance to help break in this pool. There have been a couple of competitions, but just a, just a couple of competitions. Uh, brand new. Everything just sparkles yeah. still. You can see a photo of the pool on our swimming page oh. at seniorgames.net. And it is just gorgeous. And um, we're excited. So swimming is your thing. Or if you'd like to find out <laughs> if it's your thing, <laughs> you can register today at seniorgames.net. Right. Today's guest, Lil. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Deborah Chambers, more commonly known as Deborah Darling. Yes. To her tens of thousands of Instagram followers. <laughs> Uh, is going to be joining us. She is currently 59 years old and lives in Johannesburg in South Africa, just like Graham Johnston. Yes. Uh, Deborah says she made some big changes around her 50th birthday. She says that she lost the extra weight that she'd been carrying around for a few years, got fit, even competed in a few events. Uh, she left her job of some 20 odd years and started, excuse me, she stopped coloring her hair at age, <laughs> at age 53. She registered with a modeling agency. Deborah says, I've had some wonderful modeling jobs, but more importantly, it has given me a wonderful opportunity to spread the word that we are never too old and it is never too late. Deborah, welcome to the welcome. show. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> well, we're excited to visit with you. And uh, as, as we were saying off the air, we, we love this message of it's never too old, never right. too late. Um, that is just a message that really resonates throughout our entire event. And we, we meet people all the time that, that surpass and break these barriers. Uh, you know, they're, they're not interested in ageism. They're interested in yes. living their best life and doing right. the things that they want to do. And you're a poster child for that in more ways than one. Right. A poster granny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to ask you, though, you mentioned uh, in your we mentioned in your bio that you've competed in multiple events. Uh, I'm wondering, what is your sport? Well, I, I did. I, I am a swimmer. I was a swimmer at school and I did a little bit of swimming in my 40s. Okay. I've done quite a few Midmar Miles. I don't know if you know the Midmar Mile. I think it's one of the biggest open water events, actually, held here every year. Hasn't been for the last two years. Um it's obviously a mile. Right. <laughs> Open but, water but like and South Africa is famous for great white sharks. No, it's in a it's in a dam. It's in oh, a okay, it's, okay. In a, it's in a dam. Yeah. <laughs> that so, might that might help some of the times. Yeah. You, you so I've, I've got quite a lot of a few Midmar medals, but um, that was the only thing I did. I sort of hauled myself off the couch every year and <laughs> swam the mile. Um, and I didn't didn't do anything else. I really was the original couch potato. Um, and then when I when I had my sort of big switch around fifty, I started. I really started very small. I started walking in the mornings before work, and then a friend said, "Come and try riding a bicycle." And I hadn't ridden a bicycle since I was about twelve. Yeah. But um, I got on a bike, 
And it's like being a child again. It's such a lovely experience. So I, um, I did, I did actually the, I did two, um, they're called 94.7 challenges here with the 94.7 kilometers. And also one of the biggest cycle events, I think, I think, I think, I don't know if it's just in Africa or in the world, but it's huge. Um, so I competed two of those and then I, joined them together with a little bit of a stumble and I did um, I did an Olympic distance triathlon that was the sort of highlight of my career oh. <laughs> and since then I've done I do sprint events when when they are they're not on at the moment but I try yeah. to do a couple of sprint events a year so that to keep my hand in as it were those are quite manageable so yeah so it's the three the three things but I think I'm probably swimming's probably my sport if I had to choose one. Well, it, it sounds like like you say I stumbled off the couch and went and swam a mile. <laughs> Most of us will never actually achieve swimming a mile. It's it's a lot longer than you think yeah. when you're swimming. Yeah, it's a long way. When you stand uh, on the side of the dam and you look across at the other spot where everyone's getting out and you, it's tiny, you realize is. that first day how far it is. Yeah. Yes, is I had that experience. I, I did one Olympic distance triathlon as well years ago and when I stood on the, the side of the bank and they were explaining the course, it was actually an out and back course. Yes. But the buoy, the, they, they had a sprint set up. They referenced the buoy that I thought they were talking to for my group. But then I realized <laughs> they were not talking about that one. They were talking about the tiny little pinprick <laughs> of an orange buoy that was way way on the other side of the lake and when i got out there that was like a 10 foot buoy it was yeah. big but it was so tiny i did yeah. I, i've got to admit i did a lot of backstroke that day yeah Just, it's oh, pretty oh, scary oh. when you're standing in the water's edge that's for sure <laughs> so when you say you do sprint events you're talking sprint triathlons yes yeah, yeah. which is um, wonderful we we love the triathlon they- we They're quite doable, you know. They, a, a sprint is just, I mean, it's it's keep keeps you fit and keeps your sort of eye on the ball, as it were. But they're not too daunting to train for, I find. No, it's it's so true, and and I say that I tell us to to everybody. A lot of people are intimidated by a triathlon because they think Ironman and. And that's an incredible feat. Right. If you can do an mm-hmm. Ironman, that is something. A sprint has much shorter distances. They're very doable. Mm-hmm. It's very accessible and yet still mm-hmm. challenging enough to keep you going. And as you said, keep you fit and keep your Absolutely. hand in it. And, yeah, and you wonderful. get a medal, which is lovely. I love medals. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. <laughs> I'll do anything a little, for a medal. <laughs> a little validation at the end of a, of a race, right? I like her. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. why, why we do 5Ks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Deborah, I, I wanted to talk to you also a little bit about you. You mentioned you kind of alluded to this this switch, if you will, where you you kind of were going along in your life, like most of us, kind of just going along, and you decided, hey, there's there's something more for me out there. I, I'm I'm curious how you arrived at that aha moment, and then what you did to actually make it happen instead of just thinking about it, like many of us tend to do. I think the year leading up to my 50th birthday, I was sort of, the birthday was looming because I think in our society, you know, we've got this this idea that once you're 50, it's kind of all o- over for you. Um, and I had that sort of gloomy feeling about it. But that year, um, 
two very sad things happened. I lost my much younger sister. She was 12 years younger than me. So she was only in her late thirties um, and a very dear friend within the same two week period. So, mm. you know, when you're feeling gloomy about turning 50 and you've yeah. lost two close people and one was much younger, um, it does give you pause for thought. Um, and I think that was the start of a shift for me about feeling that I was very feeling privileged to be here and lucky to be going to be turning 50. And I, so I started to have, have, a, have a mind sort of change of mind about everything. And then I, that's when I started my, my fitness journey as it were. Um, and it all sort of escalated from there. I gave up my job and I <laughs> went overseas to work for a few months and let my hair be silver and just really changed a lot of things. I think just it decided to embrace my age and, and realizing that, that, it, that it wasn't too late. And it's really nonsense what we're told. 50 is actually just a puppy, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love that approach. You know, it's, it's so interesting. The The World Senior Games, um, the, the earliest that you can compete in the event is 50. And like you said, that that is a milestone. It's yeah. it's a milestone for no matter where you're coming from. Right. It's just a, it's a significant one. And we get both sides of the coin. You know, we get some people who are so excited to turn 50. They're finally able to compete in the World Senior Games. <laughs> They've been waiting all yes. these years and now they're able. And then we have others who are like fighting it, you know, and yeah. they, they don't want to be designated as a senior athlete and and whatnot. But but regardless, there are so many opportunities that are available to you after you turn 50, it, you absolutely, whether it's sports or otherwise, right. of course, we're focused on the sporting yeah. aspect, but there are so many other things that are available. It, it definitely does not need to be an end. It absolutely can be a beginning. No, absolutely. And I mean, I think I feel younger now than I did. You know, I'm in my 60th year now um, and in my 50th, then, then I feel younger now than I did when I was in my 50th year. So, um, and I've done so many things and I've grown so much and I'm really looking forward to being 60 at the end of the year and 70. Wow. I hope I get there. Absolutely. I want to touch just briefly on this modeling aspect. Um, again, you know, just, just society. But when right. we think of models, we don't think of 50 year old people. We're always thinking of the younger people. Talk a little bit about how you got into it, but also how you kind of overcame whatever insecurities that you may have felt about moving forward there. Well, uh, the reason I, I registered with an agency is because I, because everybody seemed to love my silver hair. You know, it was, it <laughs> it was is a beautiful. Way. It, it is, is beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> and people pay lots of money to have that. <laughs> yeah. And I got it from my mum. So, um, so I had, I had these really weird things happening where people wanted to take my photograph and wanted to, you know, talk to me in the street. And it was all about my hair really. So, and some friends said, why don't you, try modeling and I didn't think anything would come of it at all. But anyway, I sent my photographs off one night. I always say to people, you should never leave a granny alone with an internet connection unsupervised because <laughs> <laughs> you never know what they'll do. So this granny sent um, my pictures off to, to an agency and she phoned me and said, come and see me. And I've had quite a, quite a lot of, of modeling work. And a friend said to me, you need to put your photographs on Instagram. And I didn't know what Instagram was then. So that was about seven years ago. I think it wasn't as big as it is now. And I, and I did think that it was 
kind of a repository, just somewhere that I could put my the photographs that I was gathering. Yeah. Um, so I started, and I didn't know how it works, and I was trying to work out what the hashtags meant and how it all went. And I started to get all these followers. I started to get quite a lot of followers. Well, I mean, when I say a lot, you know, a couple of hundred and two and three and four hundred. And then I started to have people reaching out to me, like an Australian magazine was, I think, the first one that reached out and said, please, can we interview you or can you write us something? And I realized that it, was, it wasn't really about the modeling so much as the message that, that was that it's never, right. never too late and that I was an older, well, clearly older woman in my mid-50s with silver hair and that I was doing a new thing. And so it, it wasn't really planned, but the, the switch came that I realized that my job had be, became to, uh, you know, uh, to try and inspire women and to encourage them. And that, that's, that's become the job. So the modeling, it, it, it helped me to, to get there. And it's a lovely, it's a lovely support for that. But my main job I think is, is actually encouraging women and, and spreading that message that it is never too late and we're never too old. I love that. The modeling aspect is more a means to a more important end. It sounds like. That's what happened. Yeah. Inadvertently. So so you have had an opportunity and, and, and a platform really uh, through social media and, and other opportunities to spread that message. It's you're never too old. It's never too late. I'm wondering if you have an experience where you have seen the result of this messaging come full circle. Maybe you've ran into somebody that felt inspired or, um, you know, I'm wondering if you've, if you've experienced that. All the time I, I get, I spend lots of time on my social media every day and I get messages that literally bring tears to my eyes because women are feeling so bad about themselves, you know, and I think it starts very young, even before we're 30, we start looking in the mirror and berating ourselves because, oh my goodness, look at my wrinkles and look at my this and look at my that. Um, so I get a lot of messages and emails from women saying that I've, I've got a new perspective and I've changed my job or I've joined a gym or whatever it is, you know, that's, I get such a lot of positive feedback and that's, and that's, that's what makes it worthwhile. It's absolutely, it's just such a shame that, that we feel bad about ourselves at a young age And, and it starts early, you know, apparently even teenagers go to have, I don't know, needling, I don't know, all sorts of things on their face um, to fight the signs of aging. And, and my message is that signs of aging are our story. They're our beautiful story of our beautiful lives. Um, and to take them away to me is just a, a, a tragedy. And yeah, it's such a privilege. It's such a privilege to be growing older and to have wrinkles. We, oh. you know, the mess, the messaging there is you, you've earned those, right? You've yeah, earned those absolutely. through, through uh, life's experience and, and the journey yes. that you're on. Yeah. And, um, the, and, and, and youthful, smooth skin is not the only measure of beauty. There's so many others. Right. And, and so many measures that we can't see as well. Yes. The way, the way a person conducts themselves, the way they yes. serve uh, their fellow man. So, so many great things yes. that, that are not so apparent. Nothing that are, even, yep, absolutely. That are maybe even much more important in okay. so many ways. I just followed her on Instagram. That's <laughs> going to be me. So, <laughs> well, I, I will say, Deborah, I started following you uh, a little while ago and uh, I do, I love your messaging. I, not only, not only are you upbeat and positive, but you're just very sincere. Yeah. Like, 
you. you know, there's no pretense. It's just, no. this is me. This is who I am. And I love me. And I think that's a, that's a message that really needs to be out there. And all of us women could hear that and learn to live that too. So thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, mm, thank I'll you. be on Instagram. <laughs> Don't mind me, Kyle. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be getting your daily That's dose right. of inspiration. <laughs> That's right. You mentioned around the age of 50 that you left a job that you um, you know, had done for 20-some years. That had to have been a little nerve-wracking. Uh, so mm-hmm. talk about how you decided that it was time for a change professionally as, as well as in some of these other physical fitness and other areas that you've talked about. Mm. Well, I, I didn't know what would happen with the job at all. I mean, I didn't envisage this different life now. Um, and it, it was quite good. I loved my job and I loved the, the company that I worked for. It was a company of mostly women. So it was a lovely supportive environment. Um, and I knew that to make a proper break, I had to, I had to really just do it and resign. And I actually rented my flat out um, to someone for for six months and I went off to England, (laughs) bought a plane ticket. So there was no going back. Um, And I actually went and did caring work um, for a few months in England. And I looked after one, one lady for most of the time. She was 92. And that was also a lovely, a very, interesting and lovely experience um, because we got on like a house on fire. She and I, we had a, we, we, we developed a very sweet friendship um, and, and, you know, spending all that time with her, you know, you, you realize that, that she, that she was beautiful. Yeah. Didn't have, you know, the fact that she was 92. That's one thing I like when people, or I really don't like people say that she's still beautiful. I really, that's not a compliment, you know, still <laughs> Take the still out. Yeah. She was lovely, you know, and she, we, we helped her setting her hair and putting her rouge on, as she called it, and putting her <laughs> lips on. And she was, you know, and she was lovely. And, and you realize that she's got stories, and we've all, we've all got those stories. We've all been in love and we've all been hurt and we've all had losses. So um, I think that kind of maybe also sort of cemented that idea for me that we're all the same. So, so I was in England for a while and then I came back and that's by then my hair was fully silver and it started to get tall and <laughs> so all the changes came after that. So um, I did work for, because um, I worked in the IT space before I was a technical writer and software tester and those kinds of things. So I, when I came back, I did actually have another job um, in a, for an IT company briefly until all this craziness started. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's wonderful. I, I think, um, you know, as, as much as anybody that we've talked to, certainly you, you are an example of just pushing forward and embracing all that life has to offer. Yes. You know, sometimes we look at the negative of things and, and there's plenty out there. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, get, don't get me wrong. There's plenty out there. And uh, this, uh, you know, this COVID-19 pandemic has certainly taught us that. But in the midst of all that, there's also lots of wonderful, beautiful, amazing things about life that we can share with each other. And if you have the choice, why not share the positive, right? Right. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that's uh, that's just uh, fantastic. Again, we we love your message. Oh, I was going to ask you, do, do you... Do, was was Graham Johnson someone that you were familiar with? It, it's okay if you've never heard of him, but no, I'm not. No, no, and the name is rings a bell, but no, sorry. Yeah. And he was a no. little before your time as well. But I got to know Graham just through the games, and just what a what a joy of a human being, just a, a wonderful person. So I just I wondered if there. I, I mean, obviously, 
you know, South Africa is a big country. I, I, I realize <laughs> that. You don't know everyone. But, be, but being a swimmer, I just wondered if that was a connection that you had had. But anyway, Deborah, thank you so yes, much for joining us. We, we've run out of time that uh, we have to, to speak with you, but uh, wonderful message. Yes. You're never too old. It's thank never too late. I love it. Yes. Keep spreading it and we'll keep spreading it on this side thank as well. You. And, thank and you so a- much for, for having me on the show. And definitely look her up and see her beautiful hair. Yeah, well, and her beautiful message as well. Absolutely, amazing. So, so let's let's talk about that really briefly. They can follow you on Instagram. It is how do how do they find you there? Well, I'm Deborah Darling all over the place. If you just type Deborah Darling, you'll find me. Everywhere, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah, that's how I found her on the internet. Yeah, Deborah. So, so, so take a look and uh, follow. Give her a follow yes. and uh, you know listen to that wonderful message. Yes. So anyway, hopefully someday when things calm down with the pandemic, we'll have you uh, come run our triathlon here at the World Senior Games. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look forward to it. Thank, yes, thank, thank you, so you Deborah. Much. Have, have thank you so day. much. Thank you. Lil. Oh my goodness. Good stuff. Very good. good. Yeah. Let me quickly share just a couple of things. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, when we talked about swimming, that registration is open. We passed 7,000 registered athletes. You can uh, register right now. Mm -hmm. It's, it's available at seniorgames.net. You can check out all the schedules. You can see the rules, the dates, as well as our COVID-19 plan to help keep us all safe. Once again, that is at seniorgames.net. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We, of course, take this live show. We turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating, write a quick review. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life. And then you can find this and previous shows right on our website. Once again, at Senior Games. So check that out. Today's inspirational thoughts, a good one. Okay. From the immortal words of Steve Perry, don't stop believing. I like it. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.